class in the morning. But we definitely have uh, meditation. Okay. So, uh, we are doing meditation on Bodhicitta. And we are over the 12 step method where Vyasankara combined the two uh, famous methods in Tibet okay, into one method. So, we've already gone through all the 12 steps. And now we are going over the uh, eight verses of mind training. The eight verses of mind training, are for those who are very familiar with the uh, with the practice of meditation, they can just begin with the eight verses of mind training, and through that they they can develop bodhicitta. But uh, otherwise, for those who are uh, beginners in developing the mind of bodhicitta then after you've gone, after you've studied the, the, the methods of developing bodhicitta and you're going through the process of, uh, the, uh, of going through the steps you're going to try and you put it into practice then after some time you go into the eight verses of uh, mind training mainly as a means to strengthen what you, the, whatever experience you may have gained to developing bodhicitta and then uh, to strengthen those not only while for your meditation but also outside of your meditation. Okay. Uh, the eight verses of mind training uh, were uh, written by Rangi Tangwa. We've they were considered to be a secret method because uh, it's it's almost a radical idea that they were presenting. Uh, it, 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 uh, for those who are who are raised with a, uh, I guess maybe with a Christian uh, background, the ideas or the sentiments that are that some of the sentiments that the eight verses of mind training is trying to cultivate within one, they are familiar to someone who was raised in Christianity. Okay, so uh, I guess. You could say such per- these these people have somewhat of a uh, a start. You can say, okay, it would be easier for them to understand, especially if they find if they find some of those sentiments in Christianity as something worth uh, something that uh, they turn them off, as something that they actually find something to to pursue. Okay, and it's mainly the sentiment of of uh, the spiritual sentiment of of gaining spiritual realizations through the sense of meekness, okay, seeing yourself as lower than others and then that being uh, a force to get you to spiritual realizations. Okay. So the first, we've gone over the first two verses uh, and I'm giving you sort of like a very loose translation of, of them, uh, but they are very, uh, if you just you know, go online, you can find many uh, online translation of the eight verses and there will be some definitely some differences in how they are translated but in in, in all they all translated it's uh, uh, they all correct in their translations it's just that uh, well for the most part uh, just that some of them take uh, certain uh, aspects and focus on those in their translation okay so the first verse uh, we went over, it has to do with developing, uh, if you go over the verses in your mind, while you're med- either while you're meditating or while you're walking around, they help you, it helps you develop a sense of cherishing others. Okay. So if you can see that if you already had, if, if you already 
had a mind sort of like accustomed to compassion, accustomed to love, and you you saw it as uh, something to be uh, to expand to all beings, then when you get to this verse, it's easier for you to start and for you to get to that sense of of uh, cherishing others. If you're not already accustomed to that, then and you're trying to develop those, or you're already trying to develop those sentiments, then it helps to strengthen that. Okay. The second verse has to do with uh, more of the sense of the meekness, where you see yourself, uh, you're being trained to see others uh, as superior than you, more, more in a sense of uh, uh, a way of... of, uh, of uh, uh, destroying a sense of pride okay so when you s- learn to see others as a higher than you are then it destroys your sense of pride okay and also but not not more in the sense if the verse wasn't only uh, intended to combat pride but it was also a sense of seeing yourself that when you reach buddhahood you have to see that you're you're seeking to reach buddhahood not just so that you can get some great thing for yourself but you or you're seeking Buddhahood because you see it as a means to serve the best. You see it as the best way to serve others. Okay. So it's like uh, the almost uh, the Taoist idea of the the, the source of power is, is found at the lowest level, something like that. Okay. Uh, so that that was the, the first three two verses. Now we are up to the third verse, and the third verse goes something like this. <laughs> So in uh, so whenever uh, I find myself in whatever situation I find myself, may I be uh, diligent in watching my mind. Okay, and whenever I notice uh, an un- unhealthy thought. Immediately, may I again may I have the uh, 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 unhealthy thought, especially when I know that this this thought is unhealthy, it's unwholesome because it doesn't help me, it doesn't benefit me, it doesn't be- it doesn't benefit others. Instead, it harms me and it harms others. So may I gain the ability to quickly be able to extract myself from that situation, from from being influenced by that thought. May I, may I learn the ability to quickly remove that thought from, 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 my, from my mind. So uh, I said it was going to be a loose translation, and that's what you got, okay? Oh. <laughs> well, it, I'm sure it doesn't have all those words in there, but uh, it, 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 this is, that's the sense of it. So this is not so much a verse that, uh, that's for when you're sitting down and practicing. It's more a verse to sort of like... Uh, uh, help you in your everyday uh, activities. So if you take this verse with you in your everyday activities, and you you you, you learn to train your mind to have to, to have two things: to be very aware, to be very alert and vigilant, so that when you when you notice an, uh, a thought that uh, uh, if you allow it to uh, to continue, it will be a, a thought that is going to be harmful to you, and it's going to be harmful to others eventually. Then you want the sh- you want the second that's the first thing to have to be vigilant so you can notice these things when they when they are when they are in your mind 
And the second thing that you want, you want the strength to be able to, the, it's also mental strength, the mental strength to also to stop such thoughts from taking over and becoming the, the, the fuel and the motivation for your actions. Okay. So, uh, and, and by doing this, you will, you will uh, uh, help, you know, uh, since you are in the, in the, in the process of developing bodhicitta, and then you, you, you reviewed all the, 12, all the steps already, and then you, you started to implement some of, the, some of the steps, and you start to gain some, 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 some measure of realization. It's not that you are all of a sudden having realized bodhicitta yet, but you are realizing what are all those things that are necessary to get to bodhicitta. But that is when you're sitting down and you're meditating. Okay. But when you're outside of meditating, then your, your everyday life may uh, bring you situations where that sort of undermine your, your efforts. And then when those situations come, then the thoughts that you are, habi- you are most habituated to uh, have uh, uh, let run in your mind, then because of the power of the habit, then they come into your mind. And, and now you're learning, you're, you're learning that these thoughts are harmful to you, but not harmful to you only in the sense of, uh, you know, they will, uh, you know, it's a bad karma, you will you know, get some bad results, but more in the sense of the very work that you're doing, that you're trying to do, they're undermining the work. Here you are sitting down, meditating, you know, enduring the pain of, of crossing your legs and sitting on the, sitting on the floor, enduring the, the pain of trying to keep your mind focused on, on one thing. After all that work, then the everyday life situation comes in and, it comes in and, and the habitual thoughts come and they undermine it by, by putting in there the very, uh, the very uh, opposite condition or the very opposite thoughts that you're trying to, that, that you're trying to, to develop or the very opposite emotions that you're trying to, to develop. Okay, so you, as far as meditation is concerned, what you want to do is you want to create a momentum so that when you come out of the meditation, that momentum stays with you, that watchful momentum, that watchful vigilance, where almost as if you, you see yourself almost as if in danger, and you have that, that state of mind, that, state of, that emotional state, I'm in danger of losing something very precious, and you keep, your, you keep that alertness going. And you see that the danger of coming from those emotions that are, destruct- that are destructive to you, uh, uh, thoughts that are uh, unwholesome, because you know that they are unwholesome, you know that they are unwanted, because they don't give you something that, that, that will be a benefit to you. Instead, they, give you, they harm you, and they harm others. So holding that, uh, those, uh, those ideas in your mind, that will give you the energy that will give you the mental energy, the mental power to either suppress them, uh, they will give you the power, the mental energy to, to uh, and the beginning will be just to suppress them. And at, the, at some point you will be able to actually cut them, cut them from, from, uh, from uh, gaining power, cut them from actually being able to become a motivation for, for your action. And this will be gradual. It's not going to be something that you're going to be able to do the, the very next day after you, you, you memorize the verse or something like that. It's going to be something gradual. In the beginning, you may be able to suppress the thought 
maybe for for a second, and then your mind is over, overrun by, by by the destructive emotion. So what you what you're going to do uh, to strengthen that that, that that process is you have to have two things, two very important things uh, occurring. In uh, in the very beginning, you 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 stop. You try to stop yourself. You try to stop the thought from taking over. And as you are trying to stop the thought from taking over, even for a second, you rejoice. Wow, look what I've done. I stopped it for one second. This guy just you know, said the most stupid thing and I didn't get angry yet. Okay? And it's, it's three seconds already. Look at that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not yelling at him. Okay, and you're and you taking joy, you're rejoicing in your ability to, to do that. And eventually, the guy does something that, you know, you, uh, your ability to, to hold on to your anger goes away and the anger overpowers you, and you say something, okay? And uh, after you regain your consciousness, <laughs> and you're able to say, whoa, what happened here? I, I think I, I completely lost it. So, at, at that moment, you regret that, you regret that, uh, you regret the what the, it's like uh, the thought of anger, you know, said, oh, here's a gift for you, and then you regret having received that gift. Okay, it's like uh, making the anger feel, how do you say that? If I were to give you a gift and you were to throw it in the trash or something like that, what emotion that you're giving me? <laughs> uh, well, you know what I'm talking about. So, it's that kind of emotions, you sort of, what was that? Disregard? Disregard. Yeah, something like that. It's, um, it's, um, no, something else. I, not, I mean, you, that's what you're doing at well, that moment. But, but it, you were saying giving back. The, yeah, um, it's like being. Yeah, it's this um, something. Di- um, Maybe dissing. Discard. Discard. Yeah, or something. Oh. Or ignore. Or ignore. And all of those things. Yeah. It seems like there's lots. Of I think it's. I think it's dissed. Yeah, that's probably right. So the the thought of anger will feel dissed. <laughs> and then it will lose it, it, it will lose its uh, its confidence it will lose its uh, what? disempowered it, yeah it will be disempowered mm-hmm. okay so next, the next time it comes your, your your ability to suppress it will be stronger and the time that it spends run, running in your mind will be will be shortened okay and then at, always at the end regret you know, regret oh I shouldn't have allowed myself to do that but don't spend too much time with the regret. Let the regret be sharp, clear, know exactly what, what you're regretting, and then at the end of it, rejoice again. Oh, look at that. Uh, even though it, it ran, it, uh, it, it ran, what's that, what's that? Rampage? It ran rampage? Ran amok. Ran amok. <laughs> ran rapid. Ran rapid? Rapid? Rampant. Rampant. Oh, ran rampant in my mind for, you know, an hour or the whole day, but I did it in the beginning. I stopped it at least for whatever amount of time I stopped it, and go back again to rejoicing for what you did. Okay, when you do these things in that order, then it it, it gives your mind the strength to be to be able to stop it. In the beginning, it will be just suppression, suppression, but eventually it will be, it will be the ability to actually uproot it. Okay, but it begins that way. It, and, and, and know that's how it's going to be. In the beginning, you stop it for just a second. Okay? 
And don't let that be, oh, only a second. Oh, man. Don't, that's not what you're supposed to be regretting. <laughs> that you're supposed to be rejoicing about. Okay? When it runs, uh, you know, uh, for whatever time it runs in your mind, that's what you're supposed to regret. And then go back again. Don't end up with just the, the state of mind of regret. Go back to the state of mind of rejoicing. Oh, yeah, even that thing, when, uh, yeah, that, that thing was, see how powerful it was? I mean, it's it, it lasted the whole day, but I was able to, even, it was, even though it was that so powerful, I was able to stop it for some time. Okay? Always give yourself the, the, the let the power go back to you. Okay? And then you, and then you, you can re, re, review the verse. And it's sort of like a, almost like giving your mind a command. Okay? In whatever situation I find myself, wherever I'm with, uh, when, when I see a thought that is going to be harmful to me, uh, may, I, may I gain the ability to stop it altogether? Or, or you know, re, 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 review the verse and restate it in your mind in using your own words, but going to the essence of what, what the verse means. Keep going, going to that. Okay? And sometimes when you, when you find time to be quiet and sit down, you can sort of like get into the sense of the power that the, that the verse is trying to invoke within you. The sense of being able to stop and be able to be aware. Being, 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 being vigilant and being aware. Okay? So, that's basically uh, the third verse. Okay? Uh, and I'm going to try to repeat it again. Okay? Whenever, in whatever situation I find myself, uh, I'm going to have to. Okay. <laughs> uh, in whatever situation I find myself, May I be very mindful, uh, so whenever uh, uh, an inflictive thought or, or an unwholesome thought comes that I know is harmful to me and others, may I be able to stop myself, may I be able to cut it, okay? Turn myself back from that thought taking over my mind, or taking over my actions, and may I be able to even, be, be able to even cut it, okay? That's... And uh, I would uh, ask you to <laughs> read the verse, you know, in its real, uh, nice, you know, translated form, rather than remember what I've just, like, the, the very loose transition I just gave you. Okay. So, uh, so for now, as a meditation, you can sort of uh, do a, what, what is called uh, when you see yourself in a situation, like what do you call that? Um, role playing, role playing. Yeah. So sort of see yourself in a situation that would give up, give rise to an unwholesome, unwholesome state of mind. And I use anger as an example. It could be whatever. Okay. And and see yourself in that see yourself in that situation. See that situation happening. And then see uh, even if it's if your if your visualization is strong enough, then you can even see the emotion trying to uh, bubble up. And then. Tell yourself, oh, this this emotion is unwholesome. This emotion is not going to bring me any benefit. It's actually going to harm me. And even I have the uh, fear of emotional fear towards it. Okay, and then and then tell yourself to tell it to stop. And then see yourself not not being taken over by by the emotion. Okay, by the thought. Okay, so that's what we'll do for now. All right.